What do you think is happening at the, the end of games to where the shooting percentage is, is dipping? Um, I think it's a combination of a lot of things. Um, I think that, uh, you know, we made some big shots last night. Um, but I think, uh, you know, sometimes this game, I think a, a, a pattern you see a lot of times in the, the games is kind of all the game plan stuff has gone out the window and it just turns out to dudes just, just lots of plays end up in isolation and guys making shots. That's just not the way we play. And so it's really interesting watching our last seven minutes last night because it's kind of like 50-50 if we do something we do or we do something we don't do. Or if we're doing something, you know, and that can both be schematically and conceptually. Um, both of those things are happening. Um, and so that's just the duress that you face when you're playing great teams, right? And so uh, it's a process of kind of learning how to function the way we want to function under that much pressure. And so I think that's probably the biggest factor. I don't think it's a matter of our guys making shots or missing shots. I think it's more a matter of kind of how we're approaching things on the offensive and defensive end, actually. Related with the turnovers, how much of that can you guys correct? How much is that the actual conference being athletic? Yeah, we can correct a lot of it. Um, so last night we had two illegal screens. We had um, a push-off foul. Um, you know, you just think about those turnovers super costly. Um, we, we were running in transition and stepped out of bounds, and then we are going for an offensive rebound, and we stepped out of bounds. And so right there it's five. Um, you know, the, the offensive rebound was just a hustle play. But, you know, that's a uh, – you know, that gets us down to 10 right there. Now, you don't get to, you know, cherry pick your turnovers. Unfortunately, that's the nature of turnovers. Um, but we can do better. You know, uh, a couple times we got sped up. We got to two feet and got sped up and just felt sped up, right? It's um, kind of you're in the heat of the moment. You get down there, you're traffic, you see a little angle. Instead of making sure you just kind of throw a little whole bounce pass. And, and um, so... We, we, we will do much better. We'll continue to do much better. We're, uh, you know, on Saturday, just the nature of this league, we're facing one of the best turnover-forcing teams in the country. So um, we have to do better, and, and we will. And, you know, our guys have proven they can do it. We just, we just um, we have to digest, you know, where we are right now. How much of a distraction is the first time experiences that you're having in the Big 12? For maybe you and, I mean, you've been coaching a long time, yeah. players and playing a long yeah. time, but... I mean, you're playing Baylor in the league game in Waco and you're, you're making these, these new trips and things. I don't think there's – I don't think it really has any impact. I think Baylor's just a really good team. I mean, they're a top ten team, right? And so and – they're and, and they have a great – you know, it's a great venue, which in this Big 12 we're playing a great venue. So I think it's more of just, you know, I think it's – this is what happens when you play great competition. You have to you, your your room for error is a little bit lower, and the duress you're under is a little bit greater. And and we haven't you know come on the right end of the uh, of the you know scoreboard the last two games, and it's kind of that's. I mean, we're super excited about the opportunity to get better and kind of learn in this, you know, under this pressure and. Our guys are like I, I was. Our, our guys were brilliantly committed um, to 
you know, to to competing last night. We just we just didn't do it as well as we wanted to the entire game. If Dallin is going through the shooting struggles, would you like to see him attack the basket more to get himself back going? I know it kind of just went a little bit of a slump just to pass. Yeah. Nah, I mean, you know, it's just, it's shoot or shoot, right? Uh, what was it, four games ago we were talking about Trevin Nell couldn't make a, th- a three, right? He was 0 for 9 in two games. And everybody's like, oh, what are we going to do about Trevin Nell? Just keep shooting. And now he's shooting 60% from three, and it's just what you do as shooter. So shoot or shoot, um, you know, all we don't, you know, we just kind of know what we have there, and, and Dallin is a big-time, big-time shooter. Um like the rest of our guys, we're trying to focus on, um, you know, just our decision making under dress, both offensively and defensively, and that's probably where he's going to spend most of his time. Regarding UCF, you noted there. Trev, come on, you want to come talk? You got it. <laughs> you noted UCF's ability to force turnovers. What, what else stands out about this team? Well, they, you know, so when you look at the the. Um, Roster their online roster. Everybody seems some type of negotiable size. When you look at them on film, man, they look massive. I'm talking about massive, and um, they have incredible length. They play really, really hard. Um, they kind of embrace the chaos of the game and try and create as much as they can on the defensive end, and then they play really free offensively. Um, and so, you know, it's it's awesome. Big challenge. Speaking of kind of that length, it feels like there's been an uptick in length athleticism as you've played these mm-hmm. Big 12 games, especially yesterday with Baylor. How do you feel like your team is responding to that? Because that's kind of a new challenge, right? Yeah, I mean, it's a little bit new. It's, it's not really that new. I mean, we've been playing the best team in the country, you know, two or three times a year every year. So it's not like it's something we haven't seen. It's just that it's just the relentless nature of it. And we kind of knew that going in. And, and um and so, um, you know, this is just a different beast for us in the sense of we have to do everything we can to make sure that we're putting our best possible product on the floor every single night. And you, we can't, you know, there's no place to get discouraged or, um, or lose confidence or lose focus or feel sorry for yourself or any of that because, you, know, you, you know, you got another incredible road game Saturday, and so um, I feel like um, I feel like it's just the relentless nature of the league that makes it so fun. Like it's actually um, it's actually really exciting and really fun, and um, and so it's it's just like I said, it's not that we've never seen this before. It's just that we get to see it every night now. I you talked about this last night, but uh, any new news on Dawson Baker? Yeah, so um, he's he's uh, he's got a couple more doctor's appointments today, and then we'll try and make it make a decision. Just just because of the nature of the of the trip, and uh... no, you're not going to say hi. Well, I thought you were busy with that. You're just going to walk by and not even give a shout out. Sorry, coach. All right, man. Just because of the nature of the Tesla, BYU to UCF, I think it's the longest trip in the conference and yeah. everything, and, and the two-game road trip. Did you think about maybe kind of turning it into like an NBA-style trip and just yeah. going straight there from Boca, or yeah. kind of went into the decision to fly back? I was pushing for that because I thought we'd get a couple of days in Disney World. 
I thought we'd go to the Epcot Center and one day and then the Safari the next. I'm on board. So why didn't you tell me? But there's this pesky little thing called class. <laughs> and so it was super important for our guys to get back. You know, they, we, didn't, we didn't get in until, I don't know, what, two or three last night or something. But um, really important for our guys to have a full day of class. And then, you know, it's, it's a long trip, so we'll practice in the morning tomorrow and then fly out after. Um, but, yeah, we did talk about it a little bit. Um, it was, But it's just as like, you know, this um, class here at BYU is no joke. And so we're, we're going to get here every time we can. Last question. Foose seemed more himself yesterday. How, how was his progress coming back? Yeah, I, I was really pleased with Foose. I, I thought he I thought he was terrific um, in the minutes he played. I thought he was really physical down low. I thought that um, he had a couple deep, you know, we, we started switching one through five late in the game, and I, and I thought he had a couple defensive possessions where he was really solid on mismatched possessions on the perimeter. And, um, you know, he's clearly he's a massively important part of everything we do and and he also gives us a very different approach when he's on the floor than when Ollie's on the floor or Atiki's on the floor and so it's um it's not seamless transitions but it's really exciting transitions working between those guys but it's a you know it's there's a little bit of a learning curve